This season on the Set Yourself Free podcast, I am so honored and thankful to have six experts on nervous system regulation, what in the world it is, why it matters, and how to learn to work with your brain and your body so that you can feel really safe to earn more, to keep more, and to expand. As someone who went from zero to 10K months in the online space in less than a year, I knew nothing about this, quite frankly. I'm trained as a therapist. I have my master's in counseling. And yet after my first 10K month, I had a massive contraction and I had so much shame around it. I didn't know how to regulate. And so I am super proud of this season and honored that each of these guests are sharing their wisdom, their vulnerability, and their experiences with us. You're going to walk away knowing exactly how to implement in your own business and use these tools so you can create your own version of freedom. My name is Krista Bevan, and I am a coach primarily for cycle breaker moms, but really anyone who's interested in doing the foundational work of nervous system regulation. This is work that is near and dear to me because it is the thing that helped completely transform my life. And so it's something that I am passionate about in, again, in my own life, but also teaching to clients. I am a certified TRE provider, which is tension and trauma releasing exercises, which is one of the modalities that I teach to clients in doing nervous system regulation work. And I'm just really passionate about how our body holds on to things and how we can work with our body to release things to live our best lives. So a lot of the work I do is with entrepreneurs and helping people to make more money. And I'm curious if you could speak to this a little bit, because I'm sure this comes up in a different fashion. But what I see is like so often we'll have a big expansion and we'll make a lot of money or something big will happen. And then just the natural contraction will happen because our whole system is not used to that level of reality. So I'm curious if this is any type of work that you do or any tricks you use with clients when they're really going through that expansion contraction cycle. Yeah. So expanding into more money is not something that I work with clients on specifically, something I work on in my own body. <laughs> it is definitely the kind of thing that fits what you're saying, this idea that we expand into a sort of new reality and then there's a natural contraction and what I say is that that's actually an okay thing. That's what our body is designed to do. It's designed to expand and contract. We actually want that. We want fluidity and this ability to have this sort of dance back and forth between these things. And so there's nothing wrong with that. That's the first thing is I think oftentimes when this kind of stuff happens, if we aren't expecting it, then we judge it as wrong or bad or as though we've done something wrong. We internalize that. We have shame around that, right? And then it mm -hmm. keeps us playing small as opposed to allowing us to say, well, we contracted this month and now next month that must mean more expansion. I'm here for it. Bring it on, right? And instead, when we can approach things with sort of a playful attitude and with this baseline of understanding, I think it makes the process easier. 
The other thing is that I think it's really important. I was actually just having this conversation with a colleague earlier today is that we can't just jump big. We have to sort of titrate changes into our system, into our body so that our body can hold on to them, right? I'm sure that many people listening have heard this idea of lottery winners or some statistic, and I don't know what it is exactly, but lottery winners end up going bankrupt something like five years after they win the lotto or you know whatever that number is. Yep. And the reason is that they haven't changed who they were before all the money came in. And so they don't know mm-hmm. how to hold the money. And so this gets into body work. It gets into subconscious and limiting beliefs, but it's all of that tied up together, right? So much of your body is your subconscious mind. And so what we need to do is sort of incrementally start to open up our capacity to hold more. And when we do that, there's more room for expansion and there's more room for contraction, but you can't have one without the other. You need to have space mm. for both in order to actually expand into the thing that you want. In this case, if it's more money, you have to be willing to take the bounce when it comes, right? Yes, I love that. And it's just so true. I mean, not being able to have one without the other and to notice the places where we're wanting to judge ourselves or make ourselves wrong and like do our work around that because that is the real work of being an entrepreneur. And- Exactly what you said. I love because, you know, I'm sure even in the work that you do, even though it's not the same, like this stuff comes up where people are like, just tell me what to do. And I'm like, well, it's not about that. Like, cause even if I tell you the eight steps you need to take, like, you're not going to take them because things are going to come up and it's not going to be this magic formula that for my business works the same as yours. And so it's all about who we're being. And that is the hardest work for all of us because everything outside of us in society and conditioning like tells us the opposite. And so we're having to unlearn all of that while we're learning this new way of being. And it's very confronting for most of us. Yeah, it is. And you know, it's funny just sort of thinking about entrepreneurs as a whole. This is another conversation that I was having the other day. It's like, I feel like people who come to this work of wanting to work for yourself have this similarity of of this sort of experience where it takes a certain it takes a certain type of person to stick with this right this is not yes. it's not easy being an entrepreneur no. <laughs> there is no blueprint for this there is no rule book and a lot of it is hard a lot of it is not the pretty pictures that you see on instagram right and it takes a certain tenacity But if you're called to that, you also have the capacity to grow into Mm -hmm. that, I think, right? If you Mm -hmm. have that tenaciousness to stick with it, you can also learn what you need to, to have the capacity to hold all of that in your body. This is actually one of the reasons that I love trauma-informed yoga so much, because Mm -hmm. what we can do when we have a consistent yoga practice, I had a teacher who used to say, this is practice. Practice means we are practicing here on your sticky mat. This is not yoga. What you learn on your mat and you take off your mat and you apply to your life, that's the yoga, right? Because on the mat, yoga is what teaches us how to sit with discomfort, how to sit Mm -hmm. at our edge, how to find what our edge is and then push past it gently to create a new edge for ourselves, right? And the same is true of entrepreneurship. So when we can learn these things in our body, right? A lesson we learn anywhere is a lesson we can apply everywhere, these things really start to help support one another 
right? And But it takes yeah. the work of doing that. And oftentimes too, and, and I get it because I'm an entrepreneur and I'm a mom and I'm moving all the time, right? But when we can actually stop and rest and prioritize our body's well-being, it's actually going to help us in our business more than we realize. But the constant go, go, go sort of hustle is what's actually going to hold us back from getting the thing that we want. Because even if we end up getting it, we're not going to be able to hold it like we've been talking about because our nervous system is going to be so fried from all that hustling. We're not really going to have space in our system for it. So resting as well and sort of having a, a yin to that yang of activity mm. is also going to really benefit all of us that are doing this work. Yes, absolutely. And so much of that is the unlearning process, right? I mean, yes. I tell clients all the time and some, you know, if they're newer to my world, want to like punch me, but I did too, because I was like, I thought I had to work hard for all these things and I have nothing against hard work, but the hardest work I've ever done and that I continue to do is to work less, to mm-hmm allow things in my life to be easy and to be in that state of receiving, which especially if you've been through trauma, especially if you've been through a lot of things are just not your natural tendencies. Like they're certainly not mine. I'm like, hi, I'll outwork someone. I'll, I'll work for my, you know, whatever worth, or, you know, like I, I still have that programming that I have to come up against within myself of like checking myself and doing my own work around. And I find that that's always the most valuable, but for most of us, it's not our default. No, it's not our default at all. We don't, we're so bad, even just culturally accepting that rest is a valuable thing. We so often equate our productivity with our worth Yes, and it's just simply not true. Right. And a great resource for this, if anyone's listening and wants more on this is Kate Northrup is you know, in, mm-hmm. an invaluable voice in this conversation of really promoting this idea of doing less to get more of what you want using cyclical rhythms to honor the body as a practice of embodiment, because it is, it is so true that we need, we need to counterbalance that activity and the go, go, go because our nervous system, here's the thing. Let's, let's put this into the context of the nervous system is that our nervous system is designed to respond to stressors. And we want it to do that. And it's beautifully designed to respond to things with a, with a stress response, right? When we become activated to a situation, the problem is we don't want to live our life there, right? You don't want to constantly be driving your car with the RPMs revved <laughs> up. You're going to burn your motor out. And the same is true of your body. If you're constantly in the state of activation, going from thing to thing to thing to thing without taking any time to cool your engine off, you're going to burn yourself out and then burnout becomes a form of dysregulation, right? And then it sort of spirals you in the opposite direction. And then it takes even more work to recover from. And so there really is a value in the space in between. And when we can start to understand that and acknowledge that and give ourselves permission to really inhabit that space, then we can start to see the changes that we're looking for. Mm, yes, completely. And I mean, I think in that is the really hard work to give ourselves permission, right? Like, especially as women, right? Especially, I mean, someone like you, I'm not a mom, but like have lots of mom clients, mom friends, all the things. And, you know, I mean, there's just this uh, sense of like, you have to do more, be more all the time. And uh, the hardest part, I think always of life is like 
no one's going to be walking around giving you permission. You know, like there's, it's just not coming. And yet I, I think, especially if you are like a type A person or school and that type of path was the way there's almost this expectation that there will be right. Because it's like, if you do X, Y, and Z, you will get this result. But I'm like, hi, no one's going to give you permission for the things you want in life at this point. Sorry. No, there's no, in the same way that there's no hustle police, there's no, <laughs> there's no permission fairy, right? Like you don't like Santa Claus is not real folks. Like you got to give the permission to yourself. No one is going to grant it to you except you. And that is the hard work. Can you tell everyone where they can find you online? Sure. So you can find me on my website, which is kristabevan.com. And then that'll link you out to all the other places. I'm on Instagram. I have a podcast. I have a Facebook group. And all of that will link from my website. Uh, Thank you so much, Krista. Thank you, Carrie. Hi, hi. I'm Vinny Mace. I'm the Worthiness Queen. And I help leaders and entrepreneurs heal their relationship with money and success all from a place of deep root of worthiness and nervous system regulation. So one of the things that I am finding with this and why in particular, like I'm so drawn to this work is because I have seen and worked with many clients who, and myself included at different points where it's like, we have this huge expansion and then there's mm-hmm. this natural contraction And first of all, I want to like normalize some of this and have conversation around it because I think where I also have seen people like freak out is they think like, oh my gosh, I'm doing it wrong is like the initial thing. But I'm curious, like how you have seen this show up either in your life or clients' lives or both. And then what types of work you do around this when somebody's in that place of like massive expansion and then maybe some contraction that comes with that as well. Yeah, I want to say, I mean, first of all, yes, definitely normalize it. Like we all, our bodies are just telling us stories all the time. Our bodies are just giving us signals and just sharing something with us. It's like saying, hey, like I've never been here before. I'm super uncomfortable. Where are we going? What is this? This doesn't feel safe. The body has adapted, you know, just different coping mechanisms that maybe aren't necessarily healthy and they're just, just out of out of bounds, you know? So of course, of course, you're going somewhere you've never been before. Your body thinks you're going through a trauma and you're just like, hey, we're just trying to, you know, hit our income goals. So of course, completely normal and, you know, can be expected, can be expected. And I just want to say that as you're growing your safety and as you're feeling more comfortable with more money and more success, and as you're just really growing in this area, it's not like, you can't see me, but I'm doing like a straight line. It's not like a straight line up, you know, it's not like, oh, expand, 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 expand. It's expand, maybe learn, maybe grow, maybe a season of rest, maybe a season of chilling out, maybe a season of like, oh, wow, what's happening? What's, oh, I, I thought I had this, but I didn't have this. And oh my gosh, and what's happening? And I'm going to contract and I'm going to freak out. And you again saying, no, no, no. Like I actually do have this. I know how to work with my nervous system. I know how to respond to this. I know how to respond to challenges, right? There's always going to be challenges. There's always, you're always going to step up in your leadership. There's always going to be room for expansion. And it's not about never having a problem, never being triggered. It's having the flexibility in your nervous system to say, hey, I don't have to stay here. Hey, I recognize that I am increasing my capacity and maybe I'm getting a little triggered about this and I know how to deal with that. So it's not about never getting triggered and not having challenges. Those will come and, you know, as you grow, you know exactly what to do with them. 
Yeah. So let's say somebody's in that place of like yeah. trigger, maybe shame. Cause oftentimes like shame will come up with that. What are mm-hmm. your, some, like some of your ways that you work with clients through that? Yeah. So I want to say this for everyone for shame. Um, shame loves to be witnessed. So when you tell your coach or tell your friends or tell somebody that you're going through this or that you're, you know, working through it, instead of isolating, sometimes when we're in that, that nervous system response of shame, you want to isolate. You want to just like be alone in your apartment. Don't want to talk to anybody. Don't want to see anyone. And shame uh, does that. So allowing yourself to be seen in your most vulnerable state, I think is really, really important. And the power of co-regulation, being with someone, um, whether it's your coach or in a group of trusted peers, being with someone and regulating your nervous systems together, being seen, being supported. I think safety is like in a safe space is part of the treatment. So allowing yourself to do that. Approach it with curiosity. What is your body telling you right now? What is your body afraid of? I always ask that. I always like to ask my body, what do you want right now? Like, what Mm. is your desire right now? And uh, what emotion are you feeling right And if you can learn what, what it wants, let's say your body's telling you, I want playtime or I want to feel loved, you know, you can work with that and understand what, like what exactly it needs and you can give it, give that to your body, to yourself. And, um, what emotions are you feeling? Yeah. I'm feeling sad. Acknowledge that, acknowledge that don't repress it. Don't push it down. Um, acknowledge, acknowledge that, that part of you that's sad that piece of you that is grieving or whatever, just acknowledge. I think that's a great place to start. Yeah. And such a hard thing for most people because we're very disconnected from our bodies. And like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, depending on who's listening, they might be like, what? Ask myself, check (laughs) in with myself. Like, right. Most people aren't programmed to do that. Yeah. And honestly, it can be, especially for those of us who experience lots of trauma, like it can be a scary place and a not safe place. So first of all, first of all, just working with yourself, maybe you're more in tune with your mind and your body. That's okay. You can think about what actions you're exhibiting or what behaviors you're exhibiting right now that aren't helpful or that aren't, or that are just not where you want to be. So start there, start with the outer. If it doesn't feel safe for you to get into your body and a simple way to get into your body is just to do a a body scan. Where am I feeling any sensation right now? Where do I feel numb? Where do I feel activated and working with that feeling? Is it, is that feeling moving? Is it showing up in multiple parts? Does that feeling have a color? Can I name this feeling? Really starting there to just kind of get it just, just as a basic way to get into your body, just starting to notice what your body does and what it responds to. Mm, So what if someone's like, I have no idea. I don't, I don't know. Like I can't feel. Yeah. I think that's okay. I would say, I would ask them like, what are, what are you experiencing right now? Are you feeling a numbness? Okay. That's a feeling. Are you feeling shut down? Okay. That's a feeling. And we would go from there and take it from there. Just meeting yourself where you are. If you don't feel anything cool, let's, let's name that, that not, that not feeling let's name that, you know? Yes. No, I love that because I think 
you know, we're so conditioned to feel like things have to be a certain way. And (laughs) like the more we do this work, I mean, I know, you know, you and I both know this, but it's just, it, it is approaching things from this place of kindness and curiosity and not making things wrong and just like Mm -hmm. allowing. Mm -hmm. And so often that can feel contrary to what we have been programmed to believe of like, there's a right way, especially like I mean, and I am curious and we'll get there in a second, but like Renee's story is she's a former lawyer. And so it's the like, you know, type A (laughs) perfectionist, very driven personalities where sometimes like, I mean, I have clients that have no idea how they're feeling or don't use, like, Mm -hmm. they're just not used to checking in with themselves because it's just like, go, go, go. Right. And it's this whole new way of being. No, honestly, the first time anyone asked me what I was feeling in my body, I was like, what are you talking about? (laughs) Can we get back to talking? This is like, I hated it. I was like, why are you asking me this? And it's okay. You don't have to get into your body if that doesn't feel accessible or safe to you right now. You can start with your thoughts. You can start with your actions. You can start with your behaviors. But yeah, just that kindness and that compassion. Treat yourself even if you don't, even if you're super hot on yourself, maybe you're type A, maybe you're just an overachiever, start to treat yourself like you would treat maybe a younger, like a baby or a younger sibling or someone you just really love and want to nurture and take care of. Start to think of it like that. Yes. I love that because that is truly how we begin to be kinder, right? Because I, I mean, I, I talk to clients about this all the time, especially if they are some type of service provider. I'm like, would you ever speak to one of your clients this way? And it's like, mm-hmm. no, of course you wouldn't. And so, <laughs> you know, and it's like working through those pieces of like, why do we feel like we're less deserving than someone else? And obviously like, you know, there's always stories, there's always trauma and things that come up, but right. it really is like returning back to like, who were you when you were a baby, when you were innocent and a child? And like that to me is just where the magic is easy to create. Absolutely. Like I love the baby thing because it's like when you were born, you knew like you were just absolutely worthy of everything. And I I, I just love that about kids. Like my nephew, he will FaceTime me just to be like, watch me read or like watch me do flips and like (laughs) just you know just wants to be seen and like does not care like what I'm doing like does not care about anything else and he's worthy of that uh that attention he's worthy of that desire and somehow we go up grow up and like you know different stories happen or different traumas happen and it's like "Mm, yeah that works for everyone else but something is specifically wrong with me and it's easier for everyone else because something is wrong with me nothing wrong with you at all um you're that same person from when you were a baby born inherently worthy nothing has changed um except for your perception of yourself yes where they can find you follow you all that good stuff Yes, come hang out with me on Instagram at the Renee Reese. I'm always on my stories. I've been posting more reels and it's a good time over there. Yay. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for having me. And yeah, I'm Shelby Lee. I'm here in Bend, Oregon in the United States. And I am a coach and a trained somatic psychotherapist supporting mostly coaches and therapists these days. However, I am one of those multi-passionate people that has many hats. So often I'm supporting healthcare practitioners, but mostly my mission is 
helping people learn how to regulate their nervous systems, whichever capacities they're in, so they can really feel settled and soothed and at ease as they're meeting their work or meeting their relationships, meeting their lives in a way that feels really, really good. So I do that through all sorts of trauma awareness, trauma-informed care and sessions that look like consults or coaching sessions that also kind of look a little like therapy. Don't get me wrong. There's some people that can like take those massive leaps and hold themselves in it or have the right support or can work through that. But what I often have found in doing this work, and I'm sure it's similar for clients you work with too, is like a lot of times somebody will have that massive quantum leap of like expanding so, so fast, but then there's a mega contraction that comes with it. And so I'm curious if you can speak to some of that in terms of what you have found helpful in in not making any of this wrong because everyone's on their journey, but like, what are some of the ways that you help people if they're in that place of like massive change and then massive contraction? Mm -hmm. I really love to plan ahead (laughs) to remind people that I I think even in the first session, often with people, when they work with me or learn with me, I remind them that healing and growth includes a lot of expansion, contraction, expansion, contraction, expansion, contraction. And for every expansion, we tend to contract twice as much because Mm -hmm. we have these very sophisticated survival systems that have been put in place to take care of us. That might mean I hold my breath just to not let in something that might be vulnerable. That might mean I go on a shopping binge when I make an extra $200, you know, just Mm -hmm. so that I can stay at my familiar, normal place. Our systems are designed to calibrate, to keep us safe constantly. And so if we haven't worked with oh, if I expand a little, how do I also bring in support as I'm expanding to go, it's safe to let this be different. It's Mm -hmm. safe to feel the feelings I'm feeling as I'm expanding. It's safe to feel a little stretchy right now. But when we have these big expansions, we don't have the time usually or support in place or lots of things we might have to go, and it's safe to feel this. Usually it's like, whoa, this is amazing. It's so much fun. Like we lose that, or I do, I lose that ground. Um, and I get really swept up Mm -hmm. and then I have to take time kind of cleaning it up and recalibrating. So when I plan for it, I go, okay, we might have a big one, but then don't forget. It's totally normal to feel that contraction on the other side where for me, it's like full of doubt, full of fear. I'm overcommitted, full of uh, expectations that I need to offer more, full of so much. Mm-hmm. I plan for it. I'm like, you know, like when my cycle comes, I know what's going to mm-hmm. happen. Same with expansions. It's just like there will be a contraction. So, what do I need to have in place? Is it post it notes all over my office reminding me I am a powerful? CEO, you know, is it friends that I know are on the other line to remind me, I just went through a big expansion and now I'm in depths of despair and this is normal and I'm not alone. What support and resources do I have to just go, this is normal. We expand, we contract, we expand, contract. And we have these very strong survival systems that want to keep us at the set point. That's very Mm -hmm. familiar. 
until we teach it, it's safe to go this direction and I can hold this and, oh, look, good things come from it. And I feel more ease there or freedom or pleasure. And I can take those three breaths and tolerate it. Most of us can tolerate stress really well. <laughs> yeah. Where it's pretty familiar. So we actually have to teach ourselves, oh, it's okay to have a little more money in the bank account. Or, oh, all these clients on my roster, I can handle this. This is something I wanted. It's um, going to bring the freedom that I desire. And I can feel this. Yes. It's so true of how addicted we are to struggle and things that we say we don't want. Right. Like, (laughs) but recognizing that, like sorting out, like, okay, we're not alone in this. This is a very normal human experience also based on your own lived experience and trauma and things that have happened to you. Like I just find leaning into those places and really going like, these things have been there to protect me and keep me safe. And so if I honor them and I'm not making those wrong or beating myself up, it just gets a lot smoother in the path to what we want and to more expansion in that process. That's exactly it. I'm so glad you said that. Like when we are not making things wrong so much as possible, there has got to be something that makes sense about everything that's happening. And there's got to be a positive intention behind it. And so when we don't fight against it or try to fix it, instead just welcome it, honor it. Like you said, there's so much more space for that growth and healing to happen in a much more steady and easeful and connected way. Mm, I know. And it's, the translating from like the knowing in our heads, right? Because most of us, especially if we're entrepreneurs, if we're into personal development, like we know the things, but then it's like the integration of the knowing to the like heart soul level knowing. Mm -hmm. And so I'm curious if you have tips or ways that you help people to integrate if they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. I know I'm unregulated here. I'm reactive here. I know the right things to say, but then like, it's still a pattern and not really showing up for them the way that they like want to embody it. Yeah. So I am trained somatically. And so that means the body is communicating a lot and it, whatever's happening in the body is coming up into the mind. And so often when we're trying to make sense of things, we're doing it with our mind. Mm-hmm. When we can slow down together and notice and ha- make space for every single part that's showing up mm-hmm. and really feel how we're carrying that in our guts, in our hearts, in our shoulders, in our toes, mm-hmm. and not only feeling the things that are the stressful things, but feel the resourceful things like, oh, I did notice I'm breathing a little easier when I received that check or you know, I think I do feel a little more rooted in my hips as I'm developing this sales page or yeah, I could imagine having your hand on my back as I'm with that super overwhelming client, you know? Mm. So slowing down, Mm. working with it together, like what, what are we both noticing in our bodies together? What's happening here beneath the level of the mind? There's so much communication happening. And so when we can really take time, I mean, and for many of us that have been severely traumatized, coming into the body is 
does not feel like a very good idea at first. No, <laughs> It's like, that's where all the scary stuff lives. I'm just going to float. You know? But uh-huh. when we do it in a trauma informed way, we start with what feels okay. You know, what mm-hmm. feels safe enough to feel little by little. There's a theme here. And then over time, when we start learning the vocabulary of the body together, we can start going, oh, okay, this is how I'm holding this particular thing. Or, oh yeah, there's a lot of gripping there. And we can study it and bring resource, bring support so that it's held. I mean, the goal of my work is that everybody feels just held, held and embraced. Nothing Mm -hmm. is going to get cut out or fixed or pointed at. It's like, the more we can embrace every single part, the healing just happens. It's really easy, actually. Um, I say that after 15 years of working very hard to make it easy. <laughs> but it's like when we can slow down enough together in connection, all the other stuff, like mindset work. And I, I know it's important for a lot of people, but that's extra. It's like, we can just make it simple and so much falls away. And that's what I love about doing this work is it's easy, you know? Mm -hmm. I agree. And I know there's plenty of people that are like, yeah, yeah, no, it's not easy. My, my experience is absolutely the opposite. So like, what do you have to say to those people? Those are the people that find me. Those are the ones that are like, (laughs) I have been suffering through this healing journey, building this business. I have tried everything. I've hired every business coach, every strategist, every trauma therapist. I'm so tired of working so hard and being so overwhelmed. And I think there's just something about my words or who I am or how I be that they're like that. Like, let's try that. And I generally work with the people that have tried it all and just love it. I love getting to see those people go, Oh my God, it can be easy. Thank you. That was me. And I'm just like, I want to be able to help support that experience for as many people as possible. Yes. It's so, so beautiful. And I always say and tell clients all the time, like the hardest work you'll ever do is allow it to be easy right? Like we're so conditioned and programmed, especially around trauma, around like achievement and working hard. But I always say to people, it's like, how many people do you know that work hard and have no results or are living paycheck to paycheck? Like it's very common. So clearly that's not the answer, right? Right. And it's really upsetting for a lot of people that that's not the answer. Yeah. And that's the funky thing about the work that I'm trained in is that it's like talking about a magic trick or something. (laughs) (laughs) I, for the life of me, like when you're like, what's nervous system regulation, I can say something that sounds kind of smart, but it doesn't even touch what we're actually doing, you know? And Mm. that is when we're working with uh, the survival systems in the body in really deep ways. I mean, people are on my table or we work with it mm. intentionally through intentional touch and like business coaching sessions, for me, example, it's like 10% strategy and 90% working with the nervous system to be able to receive that strategy and have energy for it and aliveness for it and inspiration for it. And 
I can't even describe what we're doing. We just have to do it together for you to know, you know, and um, that's because things are so beneath the level of words and mind. Mm. We store all of our vital energy, our capacity, our potential, you know, in our body, in our bones. And so when we can support that, everything can change. Yeah. Well, tell everyone where they can find you. Online, my website, oh, which is going to get a revamp very soon. I'm so excited. Shelby-Lee-L-E-I-G-H.com. I'm also on Instagram at fierceheart.shelbylee. I'm on all the, all the platforms. <laughs> you can also listen to my podcast, which is Relationship as Medicine. And I have all sorts of programs, you know, everything for coaches, meditation teachers, facilitators, learning trauma awareness, to consults for coaches and therapists, to trauma-informed care for doctors, so, or, and business coaching. (laughs) So the multi-passionate stuff lives on. There are so many ways to connect and find me. Mm, Well, thank you so much. I have so enjoyed this conversation. Mm, Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Set Yourself Free podcast. It is truly an honor to be in your ears. Would you do me one quick favor and go leave a rating and review for the show? It allows people to find this free resource and get it into the hands of more people. I would be so grateful if you would take 30 seconds and go do that. I will pick a reviewer every single month to give a free session to. So please head on over, leave a rating and a review and go tell your friends. Thanks so much and see you next week.